welcome to the Soul Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Lynn. I'm thrilled that you've joined me. This podcast will follow my personal journey from chaos and hopelessness to a life filled with faith and love. Each episode will feature Christian music, Bible verses, prayers, and personal anecdotes to guide you on this spiritual journey. My hope is that this podcast will inspire, encourage, and most importantly, direct you towards the ultimate source of help and guidance. I truly believe that you were meant to be here. Hello, here we are on episode 24 of the Soul Journey podcast. We will be exploring the depths of spirituality, faith, and personal growth as always. But before we get into the episode, let us begin by taking a few minutes to center ourselves. Go ahead and let your shoulders drop. Make sure they're away from your ears, unclench your jaw, release the tension between your eyebrows. Relax your fists if you can, put your palms up as you're ready to receive. Take a deep breath into your belly and exhale. Go ahead and Turn up the corners of your mouth. It just feels good to smile. If you have an essential oil, this would be a great time to rub it between the palms of your hands and inhale it. Essential oils are a great way to enhance our prayer time. Today, I'm using the Young Living oil blend called Believe. Isn't that a good one? Now, let's do a prayer from the beautiful book, Breath as Prayer. You can find the link to this book in the show notes. On our inhale, you're going to say, you are my Lord. On the exhale, I have no good apart from you. As suggested, let's do this four times. Inhale, you are my Lord. Exhale, I have no good apart from you. Inhale, you are my Lord. Exhale, I have no good apart from you. Inhale, you are my Lord. Exhale, I have no good apart from you. And finally, inhale, you are my Lord. Exhale, I have no good apart from you. Breathe deep and know all the good in your life is from the Lord. You can trust his sovereign love for you. The passage for this episode is from Galatians 5, 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Today, our episode is going to be focused on the fruits of the Spirit. In our last episode, we discussed the Holy Spirit, and we talked a little bit about these fruits. So today, I want you to join me as we explore each fruit individually and reflect on their significance in our lives. I think you'll really like this episode. Um, 
it was really enlightening when I was writing it. It kind of reaffirmed some of the things that I knew and really uh, made me more aware of things I needed to remember. I hope it does the same for you. So let's recap the biblical foundation. Okay, so in Galatians 5, 23, the Apostle Paul writes, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These fruits represent the characteristics that should manifest in the lives of believers as they grow in their relationship with God. Remember that after Jesus went to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit to live in us and be our leader. So, you know, we want to follow the leader, follow the good things, because good things can be seen in our actions and our words. So let's begin with the first fruit, love. Love, as described in the Bible, is not merely an emotion, but a selfless action. It involves sacrificial giving, compassion, and forgiveness. In John 15, 13, Jesus said, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Love calls us to extend grace and care for others. Next, we have joy. This fruit refers to an inner contentment and delight that comes from knowing God. Despite external circumstances, believers can experience a deep-seated joy. As Jesus said in John 15, 11, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Joy is a result of our relationship with God and is not dependent on our circumstances. Woo! That is something to think about. Peace is another significant fruit. It goes beyond the absence of conflict and refers to a deep sense of well-being and harmony in our hearts. In Philippians 4, 7, we read, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This peace is a gift from God and brings tranquility in the midst of life's challenges. Hmm. Wow. Moving on, we have forbearance, also known as patience or long-suffering. It's the ability to endure trials, hardships, and difficult people with grace. In Colossians 3.12, Paul encourages believers to clothe themselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Forbearance enables us to respond to others with understanding and grace, reflecting God's patient love towards us. So far, these are good, right? Like you're thinking, whew, I forgot that that's what that really meant, or that's what that fruit meant. At least that's how I was when I was writing this. I know personally, I've fallen short on these. Ugh, I know. And I've looked for outside sources to give me love or peace or joy. Ugh, so I'm really thankful that I'm in the stage of my life now that I don't need these outside sources. 
um, that I can realize that those are gifts that God has given me. And I'm so thankful that I'm in a Christian life coaching program that really instills these gifts and just the knowledge of them and how to change my thoughts around them has just been so amazing. So, you know, go back over this podcast and this list, take some notes about these fruits of the spirit. Kindness and goodness are closely related fruits. Kindness is the act of showing compassion and generosity to others, while goodness involves moral integrity and virtuous actions. In Ephesians 4.32, Paul writes, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. These fruits call us to be a source of goodness and kindness in the world around us. Ooh, we all need that word. Personally, I've worked really hard on forgiveness, and I feel really good about my journey. But the compassion part, sometimes that's still tricking me up because there's people that I see who take advantage of circumstances and it really bothers me because I'm a person of integrity. And when I see somebody that is not acting in their highest level of integrity, I really find I lack compassion for them. So this is something I'm personally have been asking God to help me with and to see these particular individuals through his eyes. I don't know if, if you can relate to that. So moving on, faithfulness is another vital fruit. It refers to reliability, loyalty, and trustworthiness. In Luke 16, 10, Jesus said, whoever can be trusted with the very little can also be trusted with much. Faithfulness in small matters demonstrates our trustworthiness to God and allows us to fulfill our commitments to others. Gentleness or meekness is not weakness, but strength under control. It involves humility and considerate behavior towards others. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty nine, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Gentleness allows us to approach others with kindness and compassion. Lastly, we have self-control, which is the ability to govern and discipline our desires thoughts, and actions. It allows us to resist temptation and live according to God's will. In 2 Peter 1 through 6, it is written, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness. Self-control empowers us to make wise choices and align our lives with the principles of faith. Reflecting on these fruits of the spirit, we can see how they intertwine and complement one another. They are not just individual traits, but a holistic reflection of a Christ-centered life. 
when we cultivate these fruits within us, we not only experience personal growth, but also become channels of God's love, joy, and peace that is around us. After all, isn't that the goal of our lives? Yeah, I think so. I'm hoping that this is really uh, hitting home for you and that you're really seeing maybe the fruits of the spirit in a different light or a refreshed light. And as you know, with every episode, I'd like to include an inspiring song or two. Now, there are at this point that I know of, other than like a Veggie Tales song for kids, there's no songs about the fruit, fruits of the spirit. <laughs> so I prayed about it and listened to some songs. And I feel as we reflect on this profound message in this podcast, that I was reminded of the powerful song, Oceans, Where Feet May Fail by Hillsong United. Um, the lyrics beautifully express the journey of faith and surrender to God's guidance, even in the midst of uncertainty and deep waters. In verse one, the song captures the courageous step of trusting God's call, venturing into the unknown where our feet may fail. Yet it is in that very mystery that we encounter God, finding solace and strength in his presence. Our faith becomes an unshakable foundation that stands firm, even in oceans deep. The chorus of the song resounds with the assurance that we can call upon the name of the Lord, keeping our focus above the waves. When the challenges of life rise, our souls find rest in the comforting embrace of our Heavenly Father. We recognize that we belong to Him, and He holds us close. Verse two reminds us of the abounding grace of God, guiding us through the deepest waters. Even when fear surrounds us and our feet may fail, we find solace in the truth that God has never failed us and he will not start now. His faithfulness remains unwavering. The bridge of the song serves as a heartful prayer, inviting the Holy Spirit to lead us into a place where our trust knows no boundaries. We long to walk upon the waters wherever God may call us, going deeper than our feet could ever wander. In his presence, our faith is strengthened and we find the courage to follow him wholeheartedly. Finally, the chorus again affirms our unwavering trust in the Lord. We continue to call upon his name, fixing our eyes above the tumultuous waves of life. Our souls find rest and security in his loving embrace, knowing that we are forever his and he is ours. Oh, let the powerful lyrics of this song, Oceans Where My Feet May Fail, inspire and resonate with you as you embark on your soul journey, fully surrendering to the guidance and grace of our Savior. As always, let's end our episode with a prayer. But stay tuned because I have a couple of um, announcements after the prayer. And I thank you for joining us in this episode. I hope that you found the exploration of the fruits of the spirit enlightening and inspiring. 
dear Heavenly Father, we come before you with gratitude for the opportunity to gather together as a community of listeners on this journey of faith. We thank you for the gift of this podcast and the chance to explore the depths of your word and the fruits of the spirit. Lord, we ask that you bless each and every listener who tunes into the Soul Journey podcast. May their hearts be open to receive your truth, wisdom, and love. Grant them discernment to apply the lessons shared in each episode to their own lives. Father, we pray that as we navigate our individual journeys, that we would be filled with your Holy Spirit and experience the transformative power of the fruits of the Spirit. May love flow abundantly in our relationships. Joy be our strength in all circumstances, and peace guard our hearts and minds. Grant us patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness in our interactions with each other. Lord, we ask for the gift of gentleness, that we may be humble and considerate towards those around us. And please grant us the self-control to align our desires, thoughts, and actions with your will. We lift up each listener's personal intentions and struggles to you, Lord. May you provide comfort, guidance, and healing wherever it is needed. Surround all of us with your grace, and fill us with a deep sense of your presence. Thank you for letting this podcast continue to be a source of inspiration, encouragement, and spiritual growth for all who listen. And may it seek those who are seeking answers and longing for a connection with you, Lord. In your precious name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Soul Journey podcast. Your feedback and support mean the world to me as we continue to explore the journey of faith on our own soul journeys. I kindly ask that you rate, review, and consider sharing this podcast on all platforms. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when a new episode comes out. Together, we can reach, inspire, and positively impact more souls on their transformative paths. Join me in spreading the light. Let's make a difference together. Don't forget to check out the show notes for all relevant links. And until next time, know that you are seen, you are known, you are chosen, and you are enough. I wish you blessings and guidance on your soul journey. Friends, if you have not received Jesus into your heart, then let me help guide you to welcome him into your life. You just need to say these words out loud and believe them with all your heart. It is just between you and our Lord. Now, I will print out what I've written in the show notes, and I'll also print it out on the private Facebook page that you can have access to if you prefer to look at it while you're reading it. And here's my prayer. 
Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you in humility, recognizing my need for a Savior. Your words say in Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I, I acknowledge I am a sinner and that I need your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ, your son, died on the cross for my sins. And as stated in Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I believe that Jesus' sacrifice was enough to pay the penalty for my sins. I pray and ask Jesus to come into my heart and be Lord over my life, according to Romans 10, 9 through 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. I, I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I acknowledge Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I surrender my life to him. In Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, it is written, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith that is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. I understand that my salvation is a gift from you, not something I can earn or achieve on my own. I ask for your forgiveness, Lord, and I invite Jesus to come into my life and be the center of my being. I want to follow him and live according to his will. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit as promised in Acts 2, 3, 38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. I commit my life to you and trust that you will guide me and transform me from the inside out. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Friends, remember, the prayer itself is not what saves a person, but rather the faith in Jesus Christ and the work he has accomplished on the cross. It is the beginning of a personal relationship with God, and it is important to continue seeking him, studying his word, and growing in faith. I pray for you, my friend. Amen.